There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I feel like even if I bought 1,000 Bitcoin, right? And $1, right? When $2, I sell it. I'll make 1K, like, woo! I'm the best investor in the world. Do you also have your life savings in Dogecoin? This is your daily catch-up. Hey guys, if you enjoyed the Daily Catch-Up podcast, do remember to drop us a sub and hit the notification button. Raindrop. Oh. Drop top. Alright, so uh, we're very lucky today. We Luckies, have... yeah. <laughs> I have to say it because he, he pays the bills and he pays my salary. Uh, the man who I would say is responsible for John's entire career that you've Whoa. seen today. How <laughs> dare you! <laughs> it's uh, Mr. Jackie Yap, co-founder of Gravity Media. Hi boss. Hey, hey thanks guys. Boss. Thanks for having me here. I'm so excited to be here. He's also the founder of Vulcan Post, if you guys read Vulcan Post. He's also uh, a very big fan of this show that he produces. <laughs> I always wanted to say, this is your daily catch-up, but I could never do it. No, John is so cannot. Now is the time you're sitting at the exact seat. He just I did it, we're going to cut that part out and... W over what you're doing. So Jackie and I started our crypto journey in quite similarly, I would say, in 2-3 years. When one of our partners that's based in Malaysia started mining. So, wow. we're very future forward already. Yeah. So we were just discussing what to buy together with Dan also, but then... Then to us, he owned coins from years ago. Very little. But it was... Not rich. But it really is just buy and try, buy and play kind. Until we started seeing uh, everything grow. Then we well, every week, we will have one conversation about buying it. And we think we then forward already. But all we do was like buy Ethereum, and buy Bitcoin and finish already. DCA. Yeah. And then uh, every month DCA <laughs> crash already. We tell each other crash. It's okay. Buy. Stick to this. <laughs> Until the 2019. Uh, was it 2019? 2017. Oh, 2018 crash. 2018. Uh. Yeah, 2018, we buy the dip. And buy the deep, buy and deal the f***ing deep. Can I the floor already? <laughs> 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 wow, then my thing all gone and I'm like... Back then, it was like consistent and every... I told myself every month, I would DCA $500 into either Bitcoin or Ethereum. Then, it got out of control because the deep keep going, right? So, so I take myself investment, uh, take money from savings. So I keep buying the deep, thinking I'm damn smart. Until the crash went bottomless, right? Then I my conviction for that thing just kind of stopped. Like, I just didn't feel like, okay, maybe two years later, you'll recover. I already have some here. Mm. I'm going to leave it here, then I continue. That which is a stupid investment mindset. Lah. We usually buy things, we only want to buy when expensive. When the universe gives us discount, we're like, ah, do I? <laughs> but anyway, um, and then Jackie and I invite, Jackie invited me, we had a catch up, and he asked me to go to his house to win C. <laughs> hey, nice. But it's not daily. Uh. We don't catch up. Man. <laughs> so then we have, then he went, Neither do we. he asked me to go to his house, and then there's a, um, he showed me what he's doing with his coins. And from nowhere when I have like... That sounds like such a weird sentence. Nobody asked. <laughs> uh, we, check this no, out. Because we were just buying and holding coins. That was all we thought each other was at. Or, or rather, that's where I thought he was at also. Then he showed me staking and farming. Wow. For the first time. Then I just looked at it. And then I saw the interest rates. If you all don't know staking and farming, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fast one, fast one. So, so with your Bitcoin, uh, with your with your cryptocurrency, right? What you can do is you can basically uh, stake it or put it inside a place 
and you earn interest and the interest can be up to three, four figures APY per year. That's the simple version of it. And no so percentage you can, revenue. You can do... You. You. Yeah, you can do much more than just buying and holding. As simple mm. as that. You can farm it and stake it. I, I must say, I, I downloaded... Like, and I finally started staking like recently, right? And the app that I'm using, right? They basically have this tracker that it just goes out every minute, right? Yeah. I spent like 10 minutes just watching it and just like yeah, smiling to myself. Right. Yeah. Because it's quite amazing. This whole thing is so new, which once again, do your own due diligence. There could be a lot of risk and all that shit. There's a lot of trash in the space also. Yeah. Um, but then when I saw that farming is taking thing, and then I saw the, the returns could be like 26%. And then I'm like, why are you putting all your money into all these fucking scam sites? Because... <laughs> Like you can get seven percent, like dividend yield you four percent. Ah, you're like, oh my god, I need to buy more. You know, yeah. then there's this there's this thing that you just take out, oh, then they just give you twenty six percent. It's too good to be true. Or the lousiest one, so eight percent. Then you're like, like back then, ah, now it's drop because more people are sticking and farming at you. But back then, when he showed me for the first time, then I'm like, okay, there's a lot of things to do. And then we had this phase whereby, um, like between business partners, we're like, we need to enter the space, but what? And then we don't know. Then it's like, there's, there's a lot of use case. He just keep telling me there's a lot of use case. Then I'm like, like what? Then he's like, I couldn't answer. I but I cannot answer. answer. So we, li- we limbo for damn long what is the possible use case because we know it's quite interesting that we can finally, it's like allowing anyone to create an SPAS level authority. Mm. And that in itself, right, has a lot of applications. But then we don't know what. Then the most simple thing that he's trying to explain to me or the application is that we can we can sell tickets. You know how like SGUN tickets then got scalpers and all that stuff. We can make it unscalpable by giving people that ticket. Then I'm like, okay, but then we were discussing this thing, we were discussing this right in the middle of COVID-19. And then we're like, but that's not a business that we can do. <laughs> also, I don't know SGUN. Well, then we suddenly, we ding dong them long, then suddenly he just owns Start One website. He started it and then, then he tell me, I started already. Then suddenly at that point, I meet him, his conviction level different. We're not on the same page anymore. Like I'm still on the cover page. He's finishing writing his book already. No, no, no. He's on, just, he's on the next book already. Uh, then, yeah, then that's where there's disparity and that's why what prompted all these chats. Yeah. What's Which, the actual use of Bitcoin? Well, Bitcoin has no... Uh, thankfully, Bitcoin <laughs> has no utility. It's a oh, store no. of value. It's like how you would treat a gold, for example, right? Um, it's, it's a gold bar. A gold bar, mm. right? It, it's purely based on supply and demand. Right. right. Sorry, to, to talk about gaming, right? So, yeah. like, back in the day when I was younger, I played MapleStory. Yep. So you can actually farm a lot of like misos, right? Mesos or whatever. Mesos. And people will pay you actual cash for that. Huh. Is that the same thing? It's the same thing. So right now, what you do is that when you in play to earn game, right? How it works is you play the game already. Instead of earning EXP and level up, right? When you level up, you can, you can sell your character, a high level character for X amount of dollars based on the demand and supply for the game. So right, that's right, one. Right. Second is that um, when you battle with one another, right now, you can collect, if you win, you collect points. Like love potions. The, the love potions, the in-game tokens, right? And okay. you can sell it off for real money. Lo. Okay, so it yeah. works the same way, essentially, but... It doesn't work the same way. The principle is similar, yeah. but it doesn't okay. work the same Cause way. Because your maple, you're selling your account to someone else. You have to go and find... There's no marketplace for it, like formal marketplace for it, and you're selling in cash. La. This right. one is that there's a formal marketplace for all these like characters that you can like, buy off the market. Okay, but the reason why last time I can sell and make money through MapleStory right, is because everybody's playing it. Ma. Everybody's interested in it. So there is value there. Ma. But mm. the games that I see on, on these like platforms and all that, like quite lame. Eh. It's a bit lame right now, to be completely honest. <laughs> it's slightly lame because we're still very, very early. Right. The game mechanics is very uh, 2D, very pixelated. Um, but the economics behind it, they, they call it tokenomics, right? 
the supply and demand uh, for the, yeah. the coins Can and all those kind of stuff, right? <laughs> very busy. Eh? Yeah. So, so the game mechanics work. The tokenomic works. The whole concept of play to earn works. Now, this is very, very interesting also because the whole gaming industry for, 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 uh, for now, right? They, are, they need to come up with new ways of embracing this or they're going to be replaced. Very, very interesting. So like, for example, oh my God, I always say interesting. So like, for example, Axie Infinity, that game, right? Wow, like, the revenue, that the volume that they process is actually as high as, you know Candy Crush, right? Mm, mm. Uh, in one year revenue, right? Annual revenue, right? Axie Infinity overtook that in just three months. Think about that for a second. Yeah, so what is just one game and like wow like I mean that's just one uh play to earn. So segment, four years right? of working with Jackie, I never see him so excited about anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> Serious, don't have Yeah, but I mean obviously just always want like a bit deadpan, deadpan, right? Then I'm like, eh, hey, enthusiastic, eh. Then you're okay, okay, okay. Yeah. But now he what own sells yeah, every single day. No no I no. I wanna say something about Axie. I, I went to play. You are right, it's not very fun. Um <laughs> <laughs> But it looks more than it is. Like, because if you never do the actual gameplay, you don't understand the strategy. It feels like you, you assemble a team, then it's like version one of how Final Fantasy came to be. Mm. Your team meet that team, right? And then it's your take turn to fight. Yeah. You know? Um, it's it, like Pokemon. It, it kinda yeah, is, like yeah, it kind of is like that. But actually, a lot of straight ones. Like, assembling the team and the kind of skills and knowing which one starts first. You don't really know that other character's speed before the fight. Yeah. Yeah. So, knowing which one is your speed character so you can begin first. But having said that, right, Axie is built a little bit differently because right now it's not supposed, it's not built such that why well, you want to spend hours on it. Perhaps that's their dream. But they created it because they wanted the whole world to understand blockchain technology and how blockchain can be integrated into games via Axie. Right. Yeah, so simple, like there are a lot of things that's not needed, but they just add in because they know that in future, this ecosystem will have all these things. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I also want to caveat that I, I don't play the game, I never played. But the whole idea what attracted me to this whole blockchain thing, right? Is basically with blockchain technology, right, existing industry verticals are being disrupted. So other than play to earn game, right, which is gonna blow up in the next two to three years, right? Okay. Um another uh, there are other verticals, for example, let me just give you an example. You know Spotify, right? So the problem with Spotify is that <coughs> Condescending when you say that. <laughs> 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 oh, so sorry. Hey, I love you, Spotify. You are saying this, right? Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> too excited already. Too excited already. But for Spotify, right? Um, what happens is that the problem is Spotify is is centralized. Okay. Mm. So what happens is that you have a lot of artists there, and then uh, hopefully you have a lot of streams, and then you earn a, a cut. The cut that reached them is probably five percent. Because if I pay a monthly fee, right, you need to go through the visa marketing, all those kind of stuff, right? So in the blockchain world, right, there's actually a decentralized Spotify. Um, and they do exactly the same, but they uh, they provide tools for artists to onboard their fans, to onboard their artists, uh, to onboard their album and songs, to create NFTs for their uh, followers, and followers can just subscribe straight away to the artist, and all the fees are given directly to artists. It's a bit more fair. Right, la. Right. It's very fair, fair. Correct. But how does that company make money? They take a very small cut. So it's not all the fees. It's la. not the fees. So th th that's the thing about a decentralized platform. Um, in traditional world, right, it's very inefficient because a lot of middlemen. Yeah. Mm. In decentralized world, there's only one person, which is the pro core itself, the project itself, which is, they probably take like 
less than 1% of a transaction fee, right? Majority of it will go to the artist itself. And this company, this project, right, actually is growing very, very fast. They have probably like uh, 5 million monthly, I'm not too sure, but 5 million monthly active users right now. Mm. So a very small fragment of Spotify's uh, MAU, right? But it's growing very quickly. A lot of artists are moving on, moving there. So a lot of traditional companies, they should be very, very worried. So I think this is just an example of why I'm very excited about this space. Are they called audience? They are called audience. Oh, yeah. All right, you can okay. check it out. Very, very interesting. Um, yeah, so this blockchain just an- allows new ways of it disrupt the traditional guys, lah. Basically, yeah, he's really yeah. geeking out there. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna slice through a little bit of that yeah, with some of the statistics yeah. that you mentioned. So like X Infinity, uh, they've got 1.5 million active daily active players. Whoa, shit. Um, they are on track to make 2.7 billion dollars this year. Um, oh. last year, like Candy Crush made about 1.5 million, so it's about almost twice that amount. Yeah. Um, it's it's quite crazy. Billion. Billion. But also, caveat, Candy Crush not very popular right now, lah. Um, well, their, their revenue has been increasing ever yeah. since like they haven't yeah. had a, like a, a lower revenue than previous. Easy, yeah. Huh. My mom yeah. still plays it. Um, <laughs> My mom do. Yeah, right. Hey, I know someone else who's playing. But it doesn't matter. And also, I think like like going back to that whole thing about uh, gaming. Also, like I remember reading a quote recently from this like top investor in Silicon Valley where she was saying that before this, I think like the the benchmark was like in two to three years time, traditional gaming developers will start making play to earn uh, NFT games, right? But she's seen that like timeline accelerate to like six months. Yeah. Because there's just so much money. I mean, the, there is money to be made in some sense, but mm. the direction is moving towards play to earn gaming as well. And so what we'll see is that right now you have blockchain or and uh, crypto experts who are making the games. So that's why the game is not quite there yet. But the but the blockchain is sound. The the tech is sound. Yeah. So then you need to get those who are really good at making games, great to come on board, to come on board, yeah. partner with these people, and then you have like. Because like there's new games like I think I don't know if you guys heard of New World. New World just came out, right? It's yep. an MMORPG. It's fantastic. It's a huge. It almost is like a metaverse within this like realm, right? But nothing is crypto related to it. You earn gold, you will just disappear if the game decides to crash. Yep. You earn. You you spend time so much time crafting all these materials, clothes and everything. It just disappears if the mm. game decides to crash. So like it's really interesting how like NFT comes. Let's dally back a bit, right? For like the understanding and the need for cryptocurrency. One of the stories that, that really got me thinking was that, um, and this was like, I read this maybe one, two years ago, lah, so it could be an overly used thing, right? But in countries where they are experiencing hyperinflation, right, and a very corrupt government that is printing money without accountability to its people, right? There was this country, I think it's Zimbabwe, that when they get their salary, they have to spend it immediately. So they go and buy bread, they go and buy supplies, right? Immediately when they get their salary, because if not, um, they know inflation happens on a daily basis. So then they can buy less bread tomorrow than today. Mm. And so because of that, um, and, and they have no other choice, there's no other currency they can kind of swap to in that sense. Um, but because of blockchain technology back then, back then, even now, they, <laughs> they, they can then yeah take their salary and you don't want to spend it all at once, you don't spend it all at once, you exchange to crypto. Yeah. Why can't we exchange to USD? It's not as easy as for... Uh, over there than over here in Singapore because you will require a bank for example um, in which banking services is not available for everyone Mm. yeah and so you lose you know a lot on that plus it relies on that bank supply of USD as well whereas this is like you connect the internet so that was one of the first like many of these was like some of the first few use cases I saw of like why do we need cryptocurrency because in Singapore right to be honest it doesn't feel that necessary it feels like investment because 
uh, crypto can can 3x, 5x, whereas you go to the normal stock market, you do 20%, you did damn well, mm. right? And so that's what attracted, I think, many Singaporeans are from the developed world to into crypto. But whereas for other countries whereby where they're dealing with, with hyperinflation and corrupt governments and bad money management, it's a matter of survival for them. So, yeah. so I have two questions for this, okay? One is to do with blockchain itself, because at the end of the day, the whole reason why crypto exists and it works the way it is is because it's blockchain technology that it's riding on, right? Mm. So um, why is block? Why does blockchain prevent that from happening? Like, why, how is it different? Right. <coughs> so the whole idea of blockchain, right, is basically it's a digital ledger. And it's uh, there's a term called immutable, meaning that once a transaction is submitted or and the, minted into onto the blockchain, it'll be there forever and it's public. No one can change it. Okay. So that's the whole idea of uh, a blockchain and uh, 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 you know, transactions are made uh, transparent to anyone um, and you cannot change it. And it's verified by... It's verified by... Once it's on a blockchain, it, it's there already. Yeah. So it's that transparency that gives this whole system like a form of what legitimacy so there's pros and cons right once again in singapore we are we don't really see it because we our banking institutions are solid right mm. and, and like there are very like there are bankables in singapore there are many people in around the world where they cannot even open a bank account yeah or they cannot get uh, any form of credit rating to start a loan or whatever for example whatever it is right so the to to answer that question to the point right is that there are banks that for example will charge you transaction fee where you cannot decide. There are banks whereby their data can leak and you have no say. Mm. Um, they are they can also um, just jack fees or close down and lose your money in, in that sense because everything is written on their one book in, in the hypothetical database, right? In which their database is they control. Okay. Yeah. Whereas in in blockchain is is not controlled by that one person also it's it's not that anyone can decide to jam up the fees, for example. Then why is it that crypto the value of cryptos fluctuates so much? Supply and demand, no? and I mean obviously, it's based on uh, liquidity also. So like for example, uh, I mean, uh, or how to explain this? Uh? Um, we are in the early stage. Yeah, because you were also talking about like how like the the Zimbabwe or whatever their mm. currency fluctuate like mad, right? But then I also see the same thing happening in the crypto. But I think with Zimbabwe is because the governments are continuously like printing money. It's, yeah, it's one direction. Yeah. Okay, it's it's just inflation and inflation and inflation. If you look at uh, the volatility for, for crypto in the last three to five years, right? Actually, volatility has dropped over time. If you look at crypto, uh, the main coin, which is uh, your Ethereum, your Bitcoin, the top 10 coins, yeah. uh, their volatility over time has actually stabilized already um, because people have started to accept that the technology is here to stay. That's one. If you look at, for the high volati volatility, oh my God, volatility cryptos, right? You, you can do it. For the high volatility one, right? It's mostly because uh, there's usually a spike of interest. And then after that, people start dumping. So because of the whole nature of cryptocurrency being transparent and all those, right? You can track, for example, this big whale, uh, whale or this big uh, individual, big shot buy this coin for example and that transaction is on the blockchain is trackable but anonymous but anonymous but actually once you know that guy actually should be able to track follow right, his right. address right. then you see for example let's say right now he is buying another new coin everyone wants to buy already then it causes the volatility 
and then maybe for example he start to sell then all of a sudden everyone sells so it's still very uh that sort of contribute to the volatile nature of the whole cryptocurrency market but over time it is getting better yeah. so over time they will have less and less impact for the bigger market cap coins lah in order for right. that to happen more people need to own it because okay. if we we have a pizza where we slice into 100 billion pieces right then everybody take one slice first then we spend it's very hard to have one person right that yeah. can represent a significant percentage of that pizza right. but right now because it's only sliced to 10000 right so like four of us come together then we got one slice ready for example lah yeah, right. easy yeah. shake the market lah How I got in? I only got into crypto this year, honestly. I mean, I'm in oh. like two crypto lah, but slow, slow. <laughs> I mean like two coins. Hey, better than the rest. 90% of the population. <laughs> oh, really, man? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, but so what happened was one day. So Chris from a previous episode, right? There was one day I think he was just texting because I know that he he was on a break from work and then he had been looking into buying shares and and eventually crypto lah. So after that, we were talking about this certain coin. And then he was so high conviction, right? That he suddenly called me one night, right? Then he was like, "Can you go and buy this coin right now? Like right now, you go and buy this coin." Then I like, "Wow, serious or not?" Like I suddenly, yeah. then I don't, I don't dare, mah. So mm. I take, I take a thousand dollars that I put in. So I you don't dare, but he take a one thousand dollars. So I don't dare. So I put one thousand on it, which okay. I big regret now. My first then, investment into Bitcoin was one hundred dollars. Then after that, no, because it was cheap at that point, five dollars. Then I, so, Luna, so when I Luna. when I buy right, then after that he say like I trusted him because he said he convinced like seven other people to buy. So if he bought his insurance agent, he told the viewers. He tried to get you to pump up the price. He told the first one, yeah, I convinced people. Yeah, so it's like if it goes like that, convinced me how much he believed in it, lah. Yeah. Yeah. So then after that I bought and then I held it and then now it's like ten. At at one point it was ten times. Yeah. Yeah, and I, so I you invested in him lah. Yeah. Correct. No, and then she told us about it. Hey, I told you when ten dollars ah. When it was at ten and twelve. Every five dollar I remind you, sir. Then you never buy until twenty seven. I legit never see your ten dollar. <laughs> the only one from Lu- so she's talking the coin in question. Do your own due diligence when you buy ah. Now expensive ah. Um, the the first coin, the first message I saw from you was that, uh, you think you were hit fifteen by end of the month. Ah. No, you think you hit twenty by end of the month. Now it's fifteen. Uh, I waiting for the dip to buy. Uh, that was the first time I saw it, mm. and with that you already, I already know your your buy price. So I believe you, and I added into my wish list already, but it never went down. Now it's how much? <laughs> well, it really never went down. It's like thirty six. Yeah, it never went down. It's thirty seven now. As of this morning, now it went down. Now, now, now it's. Oh, now it went down. Yeah, it went up to about forty something, and then. Because after the coal five hype, mah yeah. But anyway. Yeah. So listen to Denise lah. <laughs> 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 Who has like so two coins? Chain debrief has a community where Denise is inside. <laughs> <laughs> Join our community. Who <laughs> link below? Uh, wow, well, mine was a bit simpler, yeah. But it was like uh, so a lot life of regret, life of massive regret. <laughs> so in 2014, right, the reason why I bought at that point of time 20 Aussie dollars worth of Bitcoin. So like you know, I have my tracking app, right? Then all of it is like, oh, your return is 17%, 17%, and then that one is like 17,000%. percent. Oh, <laughs> So it was because right, I was in Australia in 2014, and the cafe uh, next to my apartment right <gasps> was accepting Bitcoin, and I just went, how cool would it be if I pay in Bitcoin? So and then you I pay in Bitcoin. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't in the end because I don't drink coffee. But I just thought, how cool would it be if like more places had Bitcoin? So I thought if it's cheap now, I might as well buy lah, so that coffee will be cheaper next yeah. time ah. That coffee turned out to be Starbucks. Small brain move. <laughs> that that owner must be fucking rich yeah. now, yeah. 
Or use it to buy coffee bean. Oh, ah, yeah. <laughs> oh. You know what's the most shack story though? This guy who had I think eighteen million dollars worth of Bitcoin. Then he forget his password. Oh, then yeah. the password got a certain amount of tries. So I think he posted a screenshot, right? Then it says like three tries remaining. So this is the best thing about <laughs> decentralization. Um so the whole idea of like blockchain, right, is that um and the whole idea of like decentralized finance is that it, uh, you have to have you need to be comfortable with self-custody you need to be responsible to that's why Singaporeans struggle you cannot complain you cannot pick up yeah so in decentralized service. finance right if you lose anything there's no customer service because there's no central body mm. what it means yeah. is that to interact with, to earn all this high you you know what three four digit you right you need to move your asset to your own digital wallet and with that digital wallet, right, you need to have your own password and that password is very important. Um, and you need to keep it. Lah. Yeah. Like yeah. with a centralized body, then you have a service recovery budget. You got the marketing budget for in case yeah. you are influencer, then they don't want you to go crazy, right? Then they can tap on that budget to service recover. This one is like really don't have. And I, I kind of realized how big a deal it was when I created my first... Uh, like hot wallet, wallet uh, on, on MetaMask. MetaMask, yeah. And then they say, okay, this is your seed phrase. Uh, this is your seed mm. phrase, which is like 20 words, 10 words. 24. Uh. 24. Uh, random like, like, words. Like 24 random words that you must remember. So must write down, you can. Uh, so they ask you to take a moment to write down before you press next. So I just copy it and paste it uh, somewhere, right? Then, which I mean, okay. <laughs> okay. Then after that, I press next. Then they say, uh, are you sure you have written it down? Then I press next again, right? They test me. They're like, wow, this guy really don't want me to forget. Yeah. Why can't he? Because in a centralized world, they want to get your email, they want to get your name, they want to get your date of birth and your gender ASAP so that they can send you marketing materials. Yep. This one, they are no rush. They want you to really write it down. Then you realize, okay. No, so, but, so you copy and paste it electronically. I will not tell you where I pasted it. But people will now hack you for it. Shut the f*** up, man. No, so I should say, like, so I bought it. I have no money inside my MetaMask. When I bought it in 2014, I right, I was also damn weirded out because like I ne- never never had to do this before, right? So at that point in time, I think it was only 12 words. And so I wrote it all down and then I put I couldn't remember where I put it. So then in 2017, when it was rising right before the crash, right? It was rising, I was like, oh my god, I have Bitcoin. Let me mm. go and check it. And I couldn't find it and I tried to log in, <gasps> I couldn't log in or anything, right? Then when I opened my passport pouch from Australia, right, I see the paper, then I see like this random words, I was like, oh, oh my, my god, god, this is it. Then open and see how rich you are, they got $1,000. <laughs> <laughs> You thought you can retire. <laughs> <laughs> $1,000. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay lah. But you know what was the weirdest? Like the, what is it called? KYR very verification. No, no, your customer. KYC. Yeah. KYC. KYC. Yeah, so then you have to like video call then show your IC, all that. Then I'm like, wow. Like, Where is your crypto conviction coming from? What do you see in the future? He always tell me crypto is the future, right? Why? Actually, crypto moves very, very fast. What I realized about crypto is that um, in our learning space, right? Our learning curve is actually very linear, but in crypto, right, every other day there's new use cases that's coming uh, out in the crypto space. Mm-hmm. That's one. Second is that over the last few years, right, a lot of smart people, a lot of smart money, yeah. a lot of talent are moving into the blockchain industry. Um, then, as you dig deeper into what, why blockchain and why crypto is here today, right, you find out that actually a lot of smart people are, are spending a lot of time in the space to figure out and to use blockchain to solve real world problem, to solve inefficiency in the traditional finance space, for example, or even in all the different different sectors, right? A lot of smart people are trying to find out new solutions using blockchain to fix it. And it's so fascinating, right? Now, obviously, sure. 
right now, <laughs> right now, uh, what we see is basically you know there's a lot of, like new uh, crypto coming out. Um, you might have heard of play to earn gaming that's coming out right now. Basically, from playing game traditionally, how it's set in our mind is that we play game. That's it. For fun, right la. for fun, right? Yeah. Right now, you can earn money, lah. Like what is happening? It's like XE, like XE Infinity. XE Infinity. Wait, like, that sounds like those fake ads that I get online. <laughs> asking me to go play bingo, right? That I get money. Yeah, yeah, no, no. So yeah, there, <laughs> there, 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 are, there are a lot of scams going on in this space because right. we're still very, very early. But there are a lot of actual products, um, protocols, Project. uh, projects that are actually, you know, the use cases is there. And we are in a uh, very, very early space and a lot of people are very, very excited about it. Are we looking at crypto becoming something that people use to on a day-to-day basis, say for example, to buy coffee and all that? Is that where crypto wants to get to? It's not what crypto wants to. It's more like how institutions and <clears throat> governments around the world is leveraging or come up with use cases using the blockchain technology to improve the lives of, of, of uh, uh, citizens around the world. Right? So like for example, let's say, Actually, recently, uh, there's a country, uh, El Salvador. So they legalized the use of Bitcoin as a legal tender in their country. So yes, people are actually using crypto and it's accepted by a country as a mode of payment already. And not the, the, the first one, actually, there's a few other countries that are actively debating this already. So I think it's a matter of time um, and it's already happening. Is Singapore one of those countries? I have no idea. <laughs> you asked <laughs> MAS, but interestingly, you asked that. So actually... Uh, the MAS right has been asking experts to help them design uh, a CBDC, a central uh, central bank digital currency, um, and they so there's a hackathon CBDC? recently. CBDC, yeah. So it's a central bank digital currency. Similar so, to the one that China is working on. Like. Correct. Yeah. So it's a digital Singapore dollar, oh. uh, which is probably in the works. So if you go to uh, MAS right, they recently did uh, uh, is 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 probably undergoing uh, the are trying to get experts around the world to help design what does a global Singapore dollar currency look like. Yeah. Um, it's on MAS. I, I'm, not, I'm not. I think that's kind <laughs> of like the. We believe you. That's kind of like talking about the Earth is flat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but two years ago, it would have been that though. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But I think where I'm kind of confused about is like. People talk uh, at first. People were talking about is crypto going to replace gold, but then now when we as we see more use cases and all that come out, it seems like it can even replace money, right? And then it comes to the point where I'm thinking like, so in future, right? At what point am I using cash? At what point am I gonna use crypto, or like buy like gold to like store value, all these kind of things? I feel like in the future it's probably a mix of both. I don't think money will go away. Yeah. Um. So we, I mean, just now we spoke about uh, CBDC, right? I don't think. Uh, the, the central bank digital currency <laughs> is just a, a separate instead of uh, the Singapore government a government printing money mm. now they have a ledger that is just digital money law. and all of it is recognised as the whole uh, sum of the, 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 the currency in the whole country but right. I, I think what's interesting also like you brought up like are people going to use it as money but I think cryptocurrency has gone beyond that right it's not just currency yeah. anymore because like I mean it's Bitcoin also pictures aside, uh. <laughs> sure but I mean like now, now that you mentioned NFTs right like like they're usually built on Ether and Ether is more than just a currency right it can be 
a platform that people can build apps on. You can create smart mm. contracts such as NFTs and things like that. Yep. So like, I mean, would you agree that it's a, it's a misconception for people to look at cryptocurrencies actually, actually mm. a replacement from currencies? It's much more than that. La. It's, yeah, it's, no, it's, cryptocurrency is cryptocurrency. Ma. Cryptocurrency is cryptocurrency. Blockchain, Blockchain is more than... No, but people are looking yeah. at like platforms and networks, right? And usually mm. call them crypto. So like things like Ether. Yeah. But they are really talking about blockchain, lah. Yeah. As in, crypto is not currency, ma. Crypto is a code. Right, right, right. So actually, mm. I you're into as in, do you hold any cryptocurrency aside from? I mean, aside from Jackie, which I assume I it does. Shiba. Then I, I talk <laughs> you hold Shiba? Yeah. Huh? Is that the only one you hold? <laughs> no, no, no. I just but sold my Shiba, <laughs> finally, because yeah. I finally made a profit. I, I bought it when it first came out, right? And then it was high. Then it dropped to like, I think. I think it was like 0.00 how many whatever zeros five <laughs> yeah it dropped to that same amount that's almost one oh. and i bought like i think quite a bit of it so when it finally got up and a little bit higher i said let's move out and let's move to proper altcoins lah right yeah all coins with protocols and networks Wait, what's wrong with shiba <laughs> <laughs> i'm hoping to be a millionaire out there shiba <laughs> no shiba is a it's a meme coin lah there's no utility behind also it. known as a shit coin yeah mm. that's it lah but wasn't Doge the same thing? Same. Yeah, so there's a lot of meme coins and... Uh, so there can only la. be so many so shit coins. <laughs> no, no, okay, so basically, right, <laughs> there are there are blockchains or cryptos, right, that, that got purpose one. Mm. You can build stuff upon it. Mm. And then there is some that you just create, then you own self-hype it. Mm. There can only be so many own self-hype it things and, that will make it. And, and Doge benefited from Elon Musk. La. Yeah, so That's unless Shiva also gets another push by it. Elon himself or someone he else. Did, he did, he did. Which yeah, one he did, went yeah. up? The TF Loki also kind of benefited from that tweet though. My my Shi- I also bought Shiba. <laughs> <laughs> to admit now. <laughs> I have like 300 plus USD in, in Shiba. But the thing is, I'm not sure whether I put 100 or 500. <laughs> so I don't know whether I'm up or down. <laughs> but the kind is you close eye, just it's gambling, right? Uh, it's gambling, was gambling, gambling, right? Play for fun only. Play for fun It's because we missed the Dodge Moon, then we revenge. Yeah. Trade, then we go and buy Shiba. So then now, how are you splitting your crypto and your stock portfolio? Wow, I moved quite a lot. I mean, I read an article that Jackie wrote like, where he like <laughs> saw his interest. And I mean, I, I did like, I, I added so much to my to my crypto that I think it's more than half of mine. Wow. I think it's like 60% of my portfolio. In the past few months? In the past few years. Oh, like, okay, since okay. Last year. Gangster shit. Yeah, so no, the question I want to ask, right, is okay, based on my understanding, which is not, not, not very good, uh, is the only reason why blockchain can exist right is because it's a solution to the existing corrupted state of the world right <laughs> is wow. it wow well, because so, eh. because you it's that lack of transparency <laughs> and all these other middlemen that we're trying to like yeah. sieve out right yeah. that's why the system works if if we we existed in a world where all systems are transparent and, and steady and uh, no corruption right then we wouldn't need blockchain right sure no, yeah. but there were. No, I don't know. I don't know. This, that, that, even if all, all governments were incorruptible, right? Uh, every country also have self interest, and you cannot get because of national security of self interest, you will never get a fully transparent currency. Yeah. Also, I think we're misunderstanding a little bit because blockchain is just the technology. It doesn't guarantee that it's decentralized because Correct. there's governments that are also using blockchains to to operate certain things. And That's like our government technology. <laughs> yeah, so it's like it's a good way to like. To like how does it like certify and secure certain information? So like if it's medical information, for example, you can put it on the blockchain so that it is verifiable and it's like on a ledger. I think on that point when they talk about like the vaccination like card or like vaccination passport mm. or so, they've spoken about building that upon blockchain, blockchain as well. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So there's another. So then, okay. So why right? I I also spent a lot of time thinking like, for example, 
there were stories about why why like in future your property title deeds can be on the blockchain then i thought about it <clears throat> why would i want that like i know where my house is there's a website i can go to to be like ne? my name ma. not that i know the website la, but yeah. i'm sure there is such a website la, right mm. so it's like why why then do i who wants to refute my this thing right like i don't get it what's the point so last time they talk about this country farmers their land is not clearly demarcated nobody really knows who owns your something like that right then i thought about it <laughs> like i mean i did la. then it's like thought about it then like for what then actually it came clear to me about when when i started thinking about the covid travel passport mm. because i feel like you know there are certain country governments where you don't trust yeah right and then if they tell me that oh yeah this percentage of their uh, yeah. people is vaccinated right then they show me the thing that would be like yeah sure they are vaccinated <laughs> you know then i realized oh okay this one would then give the medical sector a way to put in something that nobody can change. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I, I know of countries out like in Southeast Asia, outside of Singapore, where they were selling yeah. like, vaccination cards. Yep. And so that's when you know like... Okay, cards are like a physical card. Mm, yeah. Oh, there's a physical so card. It's like a certificate to say that you... It's like a fake IC. Oh, yeah. interesting. Malaysia has this. No, uh, I think US has it now. Oh. I'm not sure whether... Southeast Asian, vague Southeast Asian <laughs> countries outside of Singapore. So then, then is there a can can blockchain then be manipulated? No. Why? Can uh, Because like if like new <laughs> banking systems, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it's supposed to be better. You remove all the fees or whatever, right? But then what if what if then everybody's on that platform already? Then they just check it up. Yeah. The so transaction fees or whatever. So the whole idea of blockchain is basically um, the the mechanism behind it. So, so how do you the question that blockchain answers is basically right how do you verify a certain piece of information on the chain is what you say it is right so what they do is that basically it allows uh, miners or basically anyone with a computer with, with mining machine la. miners miners so they call them miners la, to build it turn 17 then we so all of these uh, miners, uh, they not the bird ah, uh. <laughs> their role not plus ah, uh. not the coin. <laughs> <laughs> so what they do is their role, their their role is basically to approve and confirm all of this transaction, mm. right? Then the question you may ask is, can all of this be manipulated or not? Um, the question is no because so the answer the, is no. Yeah, the, the answer is no because. Uh, there are various way different blockchains uh various mechanism that the blockchain uh design their verification verification process okay. so the most popular method is basically called uh, proof of work and proof of stake so it's a bit more technical but basically to ensure that you do your work you have to go through a very complex mathematical problem for you to confirm this particular transaction if you confirm this transaction already right you earn a fee for it Okay. So there's a lot of work that goes through it. So you're not incentivized to commit the wrong or to confirm the wrong answer. That's the whole basic understanding of it. Mm. So there's new uh, mechanism that goes uh, a, a newer mechanism. Don't pretend to understand. You understand? Are you following? Or? No, I, I uh. kind of understand that, but I don't understand why somebody cannot just tweak it. If I'm the creator, right? Right. Of this blockchain, why can't okay, just tweak so, it? Okay. So maybe there's a new mechani- mechanism called uh, proof of stake. What it means is that you need to have a stake 
in that so for example let's say ethereum right or a new, new blockchain right you need to hold ethereum x amount of ethereum before you can be the validator to confirm the transaction on the blockchain okay if because you, you your stake is inside already ma, then you can you can do the work to confirm the transaction right, right? right if you do the wrong one your stake will be taken away oh. so you have stake in the game yeah, so that you can help right. secure the network by okay. only allowing and ver- verifying all the different transactions on the blockchain right so everyone is incentivized because if you misbehave they'll take your money away so you're incentivized and de-incentivized correct. Correct. here's another answer a yeah. more practical answer yeah. that um they can they can down the road take it away because the transaction fee doesn't go to the creator mm. they get a very very small slice of each transaction there's via the mining the mining process right but let's say down the road they want to jack up that process it will send a signal to everybody to be like it's gonna be expensive to transact here let's move on and it's very easy to move on unlike a bank here mm. where they go through your whole credit process system where all your money is stored there so if, even if they increase transaction fee you want to move your money out right you pay again mm. it's not they're not paying it this way then will it eventually be a race to the bottom? It, it won't, why would it be? It's, it's actually an everybody win system. Only nature lose for now. That means it's like the, the whoever <laughs> has the, the processing power yeah. transaction uh, payout. La. But they're right oh, now, yeah, yeah. right now there already is like blockchain e- ecosystems that are cheaper than the mainstream one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. they got less application or they got less users so they're not yet lost. So okay, you can, okay, yeah. not easy to say I'm gonna come out and do 0.01% fees yeah, come to yeah. me because people do that already. Because okay. you know that like ether, ether has been known to have like very high gas fees, right? But it's still the number two crypto like, and its crown isn't anywhere like threatened yet. Yeah. Is it though? Is it really not close to be threatened? Also, Ethereum is still the OG blockchain that allows uh, applications to be built on it. Uh, that's the number one because because they started first, they introduced the concept, uh, this part, uh, the whole DeFi concept, right? It's one. Second is that a lot of projects are built on it a lot of money is inside a lot of smart people developers are on it but you're right so uh, and you're Thanks. also right <laughs> it's saying <laughs> it's saying Wait, what, no, what you're also right <laughs> you know the point is also there's a very valid point where you say like is it a race to bottom so there are new blockchains they come out and say like hey you know we are cheaper so they are trying to get people to come on board so yes it's, there's competition in the the, right. the, the, the space right now la. but yeah. actually what block blockchain or like what decentralized finance is also about like that competition and giving more Power. people more choices also. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So Do you hear the story about how the founder of Ethereum? Okay, so if you heard it bear oh. with me, okay. Oh, oh. I know, I know, I know. He played a game of War of Warcraft and then they took away one of his skills of his character and then he yeah. very upset and then he I think he said he cried for a few days. Yeah. He don't want to play the game anymore. He wanted to create a new system where no one could take away anything he thinks he owned. No, and the funniest thing is that- And he gave us Ethereum, man. <laughs> what the heck? What have you been doing last Sunday? When, when I was listening to the recording of it, right, he not just said a vague item, okay? He described the entire name of it with a damn long, like some mystical like item, right? <laughs> He's still affected by it till today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, really okay, World of Warcraft, give him back. Uh. The hidden <laughs> agenda is to make enough money to buy Blizzard, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he can do that, right? Speaking now. of mining, um, the Twitter co- uh, Twitter founder who also founded Square said that he's going to come up with um, Bitcoin mining rigs that people can just buy. 
Yeah. Already have already though. No lah, but it's quite cool lah. And it's gonna be energy efficient. You know what is my question about Bitcoin though? Like about mining. When they keep saying complex mathematical question, I keep trying to Google what is said complex mathematical question. It like could be like Helen's birthday, it. for example. Was a complex mathematical Helen question. <laughs> Helen and Ivan. How many coins does Ivan have? Was a complex mathematical question. What is said complex mathematical question? Actually, I don't know. Yeah. Huh? I really don't know. I also tried to Google another thing. <laughs> I tried to Google and see the blockchain. Because they always you say, well, right, it's on the ledger for everybody to see. So I go and Google ledger. how to see <laughs> the blockchain. Cannot, cannot see. see, cannot see, cannot see. Wait, I mean, it's just ether scan. Uh, it's just ether scan. Uh, third parties. So then it looks like investment page, you know, you see transactions being made. Yeah. But yeah. okay, like one of the ways they make sure that you cannot cheat the system, like if miners are verifying it, why don't miners just cheat, mm. right? It's because there's also another thing built in that if this one is, is tweaked, right, it's changed, all it breaks the chain all the way back. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's very obvious when something is broken. La. So I just wanted to see what to happens when the chain is personally broken? verify well, whether chains are broken. If you want to change one block, you have to change every single block before that block. Yeah. That's why it's very I mean oh, it's pretty much impossible to hack. La. Yeah. Which is oh, why so like it's been broken. La. No, it cannot be broken. Oh. Because once that the information <laughs> doesn't correspond with all the X blocks. He's wrong, he's wrong. <laughs> too, broken, right? too low level. No no no, no as in like, more no, like shit. for example, let's say Ethereum, for example, right? For you to go through a transaction, uh, you need to uh, you need to go through multiple confirmation. Okay. Before that block is committed to the chain. Right. So even mm. if one transaction is fraudulent, right, it will not go through. It will not be passed to the yep. to the right. to the to the Ethereum chain. Wait, la. then in this case, right, if so many people need to verify one transaction, isn't that very slow for everyone overall? Which is why great question. Which is why <laughs> Ethereum is your turn. Then you're which the is why Ethereum is very slow right now, and uh, ultimately, yeah, la, So so newer blockchains are trying to come up with better ways of fixing this uh, transaction. Uh, As the Ethereum themselves are also trying to fix it, it's just not ready yet. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so I was watching this YouTube video right about this guy who who who's a millionaire, di I don't, I can't remember, but he was he's he millionaire is poor, yeah, in the crypto he, world. He, Got two million. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very, very poor. I, know, I don't know how exactly how rich is he, but rich enough, lah. Okay. Um. So I think he also studied tech and whatnot. He studied this whole space, and, uh, and he does a lot of investment also. So he was talking about how back in the day, he's an older fella. So how back in the day, right? He invested in commodities, right? Which was which was like on oh, that right. on a trend, right? And then after that, everything crashed. It was it was a hype thing, ma. But and it has never recovered since. And then he's actually telling people of today. To, to be cautious because what if crypto is that same thing? Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? I it's think not the same thing. Uh. Yeah. In my mind. <laughs> that was not where I thought your story point. was going to go. So. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Oh, you get thumbs down for that. <laughs> like, yeah, what, because what, I think... What? Sorry, can I just parallel that story a little bit? Okay. I always wonder why... You know when the dot-com boom happened? Mm. It was like, what? 90s, 97, 97, 98, right? Like my parents were good ass working adults already and transiting from analog to internet, right? Why didn't they just buy a couple of domains? Mm. You know, why didn't they just... I you know, like, go into it lah. It feels so easy. Like internet makes it possible for anybody to do anything. Then they didn't. Then it feel like... It feels like if you can go back in time, it's so easy to be an internet millionaire. At least for one, two years lah. Maybe after that, your company, no, no substance. You, you go basto, you go basto, right? Um, you look at things like Smart Local, there was a mini wave of digital media as well. At the time that Smart Local was created, 
they just compiled their favorite restaurants, their favorite places to go to in Singapore. And many of this information is not new to Singapore, man. You, you can just go, it's not hard for a Singaporean to get this information also. But then they were just the first to do it, and then they blew up. Like they didn't feel like, how come my time I never just bloody do a blog? But how I how I see and perceive this whole blockchain thing is that this is the one, and many people won't see it. The same way our parents didn't buy Amazon stock when it was obviously so good. You know, or now you look at Tesla stock saying like, obviously at $60, if I had money back then, obviously I would have bought it, right? Because it was the, the first electric car that was so popular. Mm. Yeah. So like, to me, I see it as this whole new wave of, of blockchain technology, right? It's the thing that something many people won't see. Then 10 years later, we will look back and some people will ask their parents why they didn't. And some people look at their friends and be like, obviously you did. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I just wanted to say that like, I think like when the internet first came out, so a lot of people were very skeptical. A lot of people thought that the internet itself was a scam because they didn't understand it. They, yeah. they couldn't imagine. They tried to print internet and shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's not the internet that we know today. Right? Everything was web 1.0, right? Yeah. It's all like, it looks like DOS and then you have to like, all, all text. And then the you couldn't. This is what Hollywood exactly. thing hacking looks like. <laughs> yeah, and they used to call it like the information superhighway and like stuff like that, right? <laughs> and like that did come to fruition. And then obviously the the crash and everyone thought internet is gonna like be gone forever. But then it came back and recovered, right? I think we 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 look at blockchain, we look at crypto. The potential is almost as endless as what the internet was in ninety nine or so. Because there's so mm. many things that we can't imagine that is so possible on certain technologies that are there. And so I think it's a little bit more sound than the other like scams or like bubbles that that, that I think people say la. this is the leap ah. yeah. so why 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 so some some disclaimer on why we are doing this podcast obviously crypto is a it's a interesting topic to look at but also because um we started a crypto site called chainlybrief.com so please go check it out Woo-hee. yeah um <laughs> yeah it's, it's to the point whereby we invested money into a business because we are seeing it as a I mean it's just a media business it's we are not moving the needle, let's be honest. We are at the sidelines and we want to be the first to document and analyze the movement. Mm. But the fact that we are putting money into do this, to doing this is because we see it as the technological leap of our time. Yeah, this was this is the creation of internet, this is the invention of cars. Yeah. This is the invention of aeroplane, and then this is one of the next one. Or we are wrong, la. then we just Well this table laugh about it though. <laughs> <laughs> No, but but <laughs> <laughs> the employee stable. <laughs> but it's the early moment, Like you talk about TSL, right? It's like why didn't I just compile Correct. all these places to eat like before everyone else, right? This is kind of that moment, like, right? And I think like what you mentioned just now about how the internet kind of like the bubble burst and it came back. It's the same thing that happened with Bitcoin. Mm. That bubble burst and now it's back. Now Ethereum is here. Now all the altcoins mm. are here. The only yeah. bubble that we know of. But it needs yet, to like. burst because mm. if Bitcoin don't reach a point where it bursts, right? It will be the same few people that's trying to hype each other up, bring the price up and up and up and up. And then there's been no new participant. There's no point if mm. we decentralize things if there's no one to decentralize to. Right. So it needs to crash. It needs to crash so that people can buy in at half price, right? Mm. And be like, okay, when it goes up, I'm gonna 2x my money. And then every time it crashes and corrects, right? It brings in more and more people. And the more people it brings in, the more stable it means. And the more stable it is, every time it crashes, it's not so drastic. But every time it yeah. grows, also means it won't be so drastic. And when it grows, you have a lot more believers. La. And when mm. you have more believers, then you have that certainty. So on a less technical route, right? Sometimes I always imagine, like, you know, you always think about what you're going to do with your money when you reach, right? Mm. Like those people that bought Bitcoin super early on, didn't I- touch the money. And after that, suddenly now they are crypto Bitcoin millionaires yeah, specifically. 
Like, wow, what are you going to do with that money? I feel like, like even today you wake up, you got $70 million, right? What are you going to do? I feel like even if I bought 1,000 Bitcoin, right? Whoa! At one dollar, right? At one dollar, right? When two dollars, I sell it. Make one k, like whoa! I'm the best investor in the world. Then now sixty k. No, but I also want to say something, right? I mean, yes, crypto. Everyone is in crypto to make money, right? But as much as everyone is interested to make money, also, right? We shouldn't, um, you know, mix blockchain technology and crypto price action together because mm. what excite me yes you know the chart go Started up and with up, money lah, yeah right and it's more of you know how smart people around the world are using blockchain technology to build interesting products yeah. in multiple verticals mm. and yes price might fall but and it might be very volatile right but over time the blockchain technology is sound <coughs> it has proven itself and we are going to see more decentralized application, new different blockchains that's going to come out over the next two to three years, not just in finance right now. It could be in music. It could be in e-commerce. You know, it could be in transportation. I don't know. You know, so I But there's also people that's just decentralizing for the sake of it. Lah. Probably. There's a lot of like flush <laughs> shit. Like this first ever decentralized taxi booking. Yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> Why is yeah? <laughs> Our taxi companies getting hacked left right center. So I read this article where they're saying that uh, DAOs, decentralized autonomous organizations, are the future of charities. Yeah, right. There you was know where your money goes. Exactly. Mm. So what happened was that there's this NFT which I bought into. It's called Next Earth, right? Disclaimer. They basically they basically uh, remap the whole of Google Earth. You can buy land, and so I bought my house, lah. Um, for this is like, what we do, uh, You go to Google yeah. Earth, you can go anywhere in the world, but you go home, uh. No, because I went to MBS, I went to Ottawa, I went to the whole of Sentosa Cove, thinking like I go and get rich people to buy back their land, right? Yeah. Also, all bought already. Right. You're too yeah. slow already because I'm rich people already. I don't know exactly. what you buy. <laughs> Thankfully, my house was quite near Central, so it's still not bad. I can, I'm sure like, Pongo is available. So. Istana also gone. I went to Istana first. So anyway, <laughs> this this company um basically decided that all the whatever revenues that they sold from selling the NFTs, right, all went to charity. Oh. It was because of the decentralized autonomous organization that they had. And you can believe that your money really went there also. They didn't have to go to charity. These people decided that it should go to charity. They voted. Right. For it. They voted. They voted for it. Yeah, and oh, so that's sick, that's sick. yeah, like more organizations like this could help actually and do more good like, A lot of people think like oh scam or skeptics, yeah. but actually there's a whole other side of like. No, but I think I wanted to also remind everyone that crypto <laughs> is very high risk. Mm. Investing is a very personal thing. You know, you have your circumstances. Your you know yourself well better, right? Um, and don't over leverage. Mm. Only invest what you're willing to lose, lah. Yeah, I think that's the end. Don't leverage. La. I mean, unless you really know. What yeah, you're doing. and 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 look beyond price action. I think really study the the, the, the fundamentals. Whole, yeah. You know, the use case and yeah. It's a but for one. crypto, is that not so difficult because of all the retail investors and everything? Like everyone buying in for hype, right? Then how do I even do technical analysis? Hence, he said, don't just look at price action. Price action uh, looks at technical analysis. Look at the fundamentals. What the potential of that, that protocol? So, so there will be shit coins that can make you reach down the road. Yeah. It's just that if you know what you are doing right, then you are not trying to gamble. <laughs> hey guys, so today we covered quite a lot of things with regards to the world of crypto. It's quite a hard world to navigate if you haven't dipped your toes yet. So chaindebrief.com, which uh, John and uh, Jackie are working on, is a really great resource. Uh, to help you navigate through this world of cryptocurrency. And, and join us on our Telegram uh, community. 
I learn a lot from there. Like truly, it's 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 developing so fast that I don't know what I don't know. Then after that, I see the conversations. Then I have a whole list of shit I don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> do you join us there? Because the questions that people ask is really all level one, and everyone's like amazingly, surprisingly nice. Yeah. Shout yeah, out to our yeah. community. Yeah, and it's really like no shame. Like I think there's even pros asking like other pros questions and, and things like that. So it's yeah. like really no shame to ask any questions. Oh, Chin Debrief also just launched a brand new YouTube channel. Uh, so every Friday, they'll be doing a weekly debrief where they sum up all the latest happenings in the world of crypto. Uh, so do check that out as well. Thanks for watching. Bye-bye. Bye. If you have questions from today's episode, comment and we might do part two. Uh, do your own research. <laughs> do any help, yeah? Please. Yeah, don't we, just, don't, don't we don't own anything. I just want to say. We get nothing out uh, of it. We don't create any coins. We just try our best to make money also. But if you buy the price, might go out and then we enjoy it. Because we're back holders. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.